0: Hi, I'm Ben. I'm Beth. And this is Booze. It's booze. It Who's... plastic cups and thermoses well, don't make the best of it. My yeti
1: is keeping it delightfully chilled.
0: Well, I mean classy.
1: With a kid's straw. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, classy mm-hmm. with a K. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah. Probably. There is still liquor in it, so there's this is really booze. This yes. this again. True story. Even though we're not drinking out of fancy glasses or yeah. chalices or anything like that. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I I don't have to fly. Oh, 5000 miles tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How many miles is it?
1: Uh it's like 3500 I that's think. That's a lot of. That's all of them. It's a distance. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not even this country anymore. No. Nope.
1: No. And I kind of wish I was going like the opposite direction to visit, you know, our friends in Australia. That could be pretty cool.
0: I yeah. So, if you hear this, friends in Australia, we'll come hang out with you. We sure will. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, you lived in Australia. I lived
1: in Australia. I was
0: about to ask you, and that was a dumb question.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in Melbourne. That's how you say it, by the way. That's
0: how you say it? Yeah. There's no, like, the R sound is gone?
1: No, like, you know, so I, before I moved there, I'm like, I'm going to Melbourne.
0: Yeah, that's what, how I would would yeah, say no, it, absolutely. No, it's Melbourne. Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm
1: going to Melbourne.
0: Yeah, there was another city named Ice actually said in front of you at some point in the last week or two. And
1: I corrected you? You did
0: <laughs> You did. Sorry. <laughs> what's another big, with another city in Australia? It wasn't Sydney. Cause I can say that word.
1: Um, Cairns. No. Cause no. that's another one. Cause it looks like we would say it, Cairns.
0: Cairns. Oh, cause the R. Uh huh. But it's s- pronounced Cairns. No. I can't, I no. can't, I can't remember. I'll think of it.
1: Adelaide, later. Perth. Mm. Okay.
0: No. At least every podcast, I can't <laughs> remember something and say, I'll tell you later. And then know it. Like when, uh, we need to talk about Kevin came up. Mm-hmm. The actress was Tilda Swinton. Never looked it up. Remembered it on the drive home. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. I I, I just had strange looking person. I wasn't wrong.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Tilda. Sorry, Tilda. (laughs) She's gorgeous. Yeah. I
0: just, it's just, she looks different. Okay. She was the ice queen in Narnia, and she was horrifying cool another really
1: movie i didn't see
0: you should give you read those books no nope. oh those are really good mm. Mm, they, they are really good okay yeah those are those are excellent just the first one at least you're like young adult right yeah yeah okay. though super i can't remember when they were published but long 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 okay. time ago okay but they're
1: is that like excellent. in in uh the same genre as like the uh the lord of the rings
0: no though they were friends sure um uh tolkien and c.s lewis were both like we're like really really good friends it is not that much high fantasy okay um it's it's got like a very specific message to it it's very it's a really creative line which in the wardrobe is is a really really good book okay um your your kids would enjoy it at like 10 12 okay. years old somewhere in there
1: i feel like the most fancy i go is uh like the never-ending story
0: okay so this would work Really? Yeah, absolutely okay. it would work.
1: Which, by the way, that was kind of a creepy movie as a child, huh? It's
0: a creepy movie. It's really sad um, because his horse dies, and that's the worst. And then just the concept of the nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Never Ending Story for a long time? <laughs> I can do that, too. Um,
1: what is it? you? you. Atreyu. Atreyu. you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I feel like that movie also gave me nightmares, though, as a child. I is can that fair? It. Yeah. Okay. And I
0: just saw... Did you ever watch The Dark Crystal? no oh my gosh yeah. so it was a Jim Henson movie okay um, like
1: the Muppets yeah yeah okay. the same guy
0: did Muppets um, and they're rebooting the Dark Crystal on Netflix with like a, a follow-up sequel mm. and they're using like all the same puppets from it was made in like 81 82 um, they are using all the same puppets and it looks incredible interesting that movie is horrifying They actually it got banned in several countries because it was deemed too scary for kids it's really good though
1: can't they just change the rating? Doesn't that like solve? I don't
0: think you can't change the rating, doesn't change the content.
1: I understand, but you also aren't going to show an R-rated movie to a five-year-old.
0: Oh, when I... I good parents aren't. In the 80s, my parents sure did. I remember clearly one day my parents coming home and it was like, I was like eight years old. And they're like, here's a pizza. Here's RoboCop. Don't come bother us. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh I actually think I saw it when I was young. And, you know... That's how I feel about clowns. I mean, I think that's, that's how everybody feels. That's how
0: clowns. everyone feels about clowns. I saw cuz it was the the made for TV one. Uh, uh... cuz it, well, it was the only one at the time. So it has to be that one. Okay. Um I
1: don't know. Pennywise. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Freak Oh. Have you seen the new one? No. It's so I have I read that book. Yeah. when I was 10, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. That book is super messed up. Yeah. in ways that art. Undescribable, and it's
1: like super thick, right? Uh
0: Yep. Uh Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 massive. Um, I should not have been allowed to read that as a preteen, because there's serious adult like themes in that book that go beyond oh, clown be scary, right? Um, It's yeah, it's really really bad. It's it's about abuse, it's about alcoholism, it's about child abuse. Good though. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, Stephen King's. It's amazing. Um, It's yeah. If I had to make a list of top ten books that influenced me. I'm not a murderer or a clown. Um, and that would be on it. Okay, um, It's really good. It's got... I'll explain to you some other time on podcasts because some people have... probably know what part I'm talking about and it's not comfortable to talk about. There is the... After... Spoilers, whatever. Books a thousand years old. After they kill mm-hmm. Pennywise, mm-hmm. they're stuck in the sewers. Right. And there's a specific way that they get out mm-hmm. that is... You, you understood that Stephen King did a lot of drugs Huh. and the new movie that came out two years ago, which was incredible. And the new one comes out, uh, the second part of that comes out this year, um, wisely skipped that because who, if they actually tried to film that the director would probably never be allowed to be in Hollywood again. Oh, wow. Oh, it's, it's not, um, it is not okay. Okay. It's actually a it's actually you wouldn't want your kids to hear about. It. It's bad. It's a really now I bad really thing. want to read this book. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you should read the book. I'll, I'll, I have a hard copy of it. You can absolutely borrow okay. it. Okay, yeah, all right. It's I will. an awesome book, but it's it's a nightmare at the end.
1: I mean, I think all the books that I lately have been reading have been giving me nightmares. So, eh, what's one more?
0: Yeah, I don't no. sleep anyways. I I had a weird nightmare last night that mm-hmm. actually had to deal with a, a book that I had read recently. Okay. So cool. Yeah, it was it was. Not great. All right. So.
1: Okay then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just going to stop there because like
0: if I talk about it. Yes. Even more, but needless to say, I was going to be murdered. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. But yeah. you're here. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Welcome I was locked and center. stuck in a room and the person who had the keys was the person who wanted to kill me. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I can tell you this. You read this The room was red. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. hmm So. Oh, such a good book. Such a good book. Such a good book. So
1: We'll talk about that one another time. Well, yeah. we kind of did already, right? We kind of
0: did talk about Behind Closed Doors a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah, because I wanted to read the follow-up. Yeah. I, know, I know it's not a sequel. To Is a it clip. out? Yes. Yes. But it's not a sequel? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't okay. think I, th- I think that'd be one and done. Okay. Because, I mean,
1: yeah. right.
0: the story kind of resolved itself.
1: It did resolve itself. In a great way. Oh, yes. So if anybody's wanting a thriller, mm-hmm. Behind Closed Doors mm-hmm. delivers. Yeah, absolutely. Till the last page. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. and it's it's one of those... You get to the last page, and you're just kind of like, "Hell yeah!" Uh-huh. Like it ends in such a good, solid way. You, yeah. You're happy. Yes. I, I was very, I was very thrilled. Totally. Yeah. I don't often. I usually wait till I see you to talk to you about books. Mm-hmm. I think I texted you immediately. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh my god, uh-huh.
1: that yeah. was awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that was a recommendation from you as well.
1: So I also had a nightmare the other night about Sweet. being locked in a room. Yes, and I couldn't get out, but that was because of the book that I just read. Okay. So why don't I start there?
0: Well, first, what you drinking?
1: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, In my glorious red Yeti here, I've got a V8 energy drink and and vodka. (laughs) It's been that kind of day.
0: Do you know what? Vodka, what can't you do? Right. Right.
1: I mean, I was going to have a really creative drink, like actually on the back of uh, the cover of the book that I um, just read, um, which is pretty... Pretty fantastic. One of the reviewers, which was USA Today, said the book was like drinking a Cosmo um, laced with arsenic.
0: <laughs> okay, so a girly drink laced with poison.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You ever had a Cosmo? Oh yes. Are they good? Yeah.
0: Okay. Should have Cosmo sometime.
1: I've, yeah. Cosmopolitans are supposed in to be the great. the city. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, that's great Of course, you had a Cosmo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oops.
1: <laughs> we all wanted to hang out with Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker.
0: I think Sarah Jessica Parker is awesome. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is an awesome actress.
1: Yeah. So that is what I'm drinking. Okay. I could have called it a Cosmo, but I don't want to lie to the peeps.
0: Well, my favorite part about this is the bendy straw. Mm-hmm. Bendy straws are the best of straws.
1: Yes. And yeah. for all of our environmental friends out there, mm-hmm. I do re- I wash these and reuse them.
0: Awesome. Yeah.
1: So because I I I can't go to the paper ones because you know like a lot of states have banned.
0: Yep. Yep
1: the straws and so and i think disney I think disneyland
0: just did it or is just, going to do yes.
1: it. yes um and then they're going to move to paper straws which is mm-hmm. all well and good but let's say if you're milk your drink for a while that mm-hmm. thing just turns to mush
0: yeah i've never used one i have and that it's was
1: not enjoyable it was just like
0: cardboard falls apart when it gets wet exactly we bought a bunch of like rubber ones mm-hmm. and then i bought this because i'm a somewhat of a germaphobe mm-hmm. um i bought this giant like handled sponge that yes. goes through it it's just the right size and it's great yeah. I don't actually use straws almost ever mm-hmm. I don't I always say like no at mm-hmm. this I just don't like them but my wife and daughter um go through straws like there's no one's business yep. and we, they were buying you know the packs of straws and then she bought all these plastic or the rubber ones and they're great they're so
1: great. yeah we I, I might have to go to the rubber or but my kids chew on them so oh, um yeah. but after all that environmental stuff i was like you know what i'm gonna still buy these or I mm-hmm. and i haven't purchased them in forever i just we just wash them
0: that's great if it, so, if it works it works i i saw what i wanted to move i didn't realize it was that bad of a problem i recently have gosh read just a bunch of horrible articles on Wired about like how much trash there really is in the ocean and about Trash Island if you've never looked up Trash Island which is there this trash is all collected in the center of the ocean and the mass of it um could like fit the the county we live in basically it is so massive and I saw a video online of you know the little uh stir straws Mm -hmm. like for coffee Mm -hmm. of an environmental group helping a, a sea turtle who had one stuck in her nose, and they were pulling it out with uh, needle nose pliers, mm-hmm. and it was just like, "Okay, we have to be better." Yes, I'm like, and, and hopefully, my rubber straws, saber turtle. It's like I, I do the weird thing now when um, buy a six pack beer that's mm-hmm. in the the plastic, mm-hmm. where I cut it all of first and all that stuff. Of and it's was like, "Yeah, it's like man, you have to." Yeah, yeah. I still well, just don't...
1: buy bigger beer, Ben, because huh? then you don't have the plastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Come
0: on. Well, a lot of craft beer doesn't come in anything but six packs.
1: Bring your own growler.
0: Okay. Okay. They're fine. What are you Be- drinking? Because you said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I texted you earlier today because mm-hmm. um, I didn't have any vodka at home mm-hmm. and said, and I think I quote, I know this is a dumb question up front, but do you have any vodka in your house? To which I got a response that I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I've been craving grapefruit mm-hmm. for some reason. And so I said I was going to juice a couple grapefruits, and you're like, stupid, I have grapefruit juice, too. So I'm drinking your vodka and grapefruit juice. It's delicious. It is fantastic. It's actually my go-to. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's really, I love I think we drank that on
1: the first podcast. Did we? Mm Mm-hmm. Or I did.
0: I drank beer on the first Mm -hmm. podcast, because I was nervous about getting everything set up, and I was going to make a fancy drink, and then I bought a beer. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. That made it easier.
1: Let's talk about books. Tell We've me about your night.
0: Tell me about your nightmare book. Cool.
1: Okay, so I just finished, and again, I'm going to continue to to butcher her name because I don't I don't know if I've ever heard it. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty.
0: I think it's Moriarty, like the like Moriarty? the uh, Australian. No, like the uh, Sherlock Holmes villain. Okay. No.
1: We'll talk about that. Later. No, I don't know. Yeah, no. Wow. Am disappointing you? You
0: would love them.
1: Okay. Well, we'll write those down. We'll talk about those later. Yeah. Okay. So I just read... Are you first... trying to keep me on track today? Yes, because okay. I've got like a thousand books to talk about. Okay. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne. And again, she's the one that did Big Little Lies that's turned into an HBO miniseries that I don't even think you can classify it as a miniseries anymore because I think they renewed for more seasons or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. That's good. I don't know. Yeah. One more. I know they have but... another, more, another season coming up, okay. which I don't know if it was a book or not. It... The, the second one.
1: Oh, did it end the season? Did this? It's still called Big Little Lies.
0: It is. I'm just wondering if it was a second book because I read the first book and Mm. I watched the show. No,
1: there's another. There's not another book. There's not another book. Okay, no, no, no. no. Okay.
0: Um,
1: So this is a completely different story, but I really liked her writing. Um, This book finally came up, and I was like, okay, let's give it a go. So I'm going to tell you that the review on the back, the USA Today, like Cosmo, you know, laced with arsenic, is a perfect description of this book. So the premise of it is nine strangers show up at this um they call it like a health retreat in australia so this book takes place in australia that's where the author is from um so they go to uh to this health um health retreat if you will for 10 days they get um you know turn in their cell phones, turn in all devices they can't bring in any alcohol or like all the food's taken care of and there's going to be massages there's going to be yoga there's going to be all this other stuff right it's it sounds like a normal kind of health retreat but it's not so this doesn't ruin it you start through and you're like okay this is this is kind of fun you know the in the last book that i had talked about um that started similar was silent um patient the silent patient um nope i totally just lied to you nope not silent patient although great book um
0: pledge of silence no crap damn it beth silence of the lambs (laughs)
1: It doesn't have silent to the word.
0: Oh, damn it. Brain fart. There okay. All my jokes forget then. It. Abort,
1: abort, abort. Um, okay. So these people show up and they're all there for different reasons. Some people want to lose weight. There's a divorcee who's like, you know, she feels like she's, you know, fat and that's why her husband left her. There's, um, an author there who's, you know, she just was, went through an internet scam, like dating scam. Um, there's a family, there's a mom and a dad and a daughter whose son, um, had passed away. So they're, they're all there for different reasons. Um, uh, but it just gets weird. And then they find out that they um, like can't leave. Oh. And then these people who are running the health kind of retreat, the Tranquillium House. Um, I love that name. It's really like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're just playing like mind games on them. Like, so they say, you're going to leave a different person. You're going to be transformed. You're going to leave here a different person than you were when you showed up. Uh, and sure enough, you do. So it is just... It is just trippy. I think actually Stephen King also reviewed the book and he was like, this was a trippy book, basically. Um, I can't, I really can't go into too many details. They get locked in, That's so there's my dream. I get locked in, I can't get out in my dream. Um, they get locked in and have to work together as a team to get out of the, the yoga studio because the main um, chick is crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah. Is-
1: I can't, t- I can't tell you more. You have to read this book.
0: Okay. Uh, blink once for yes and twice for no. Is this like a... Um, did you see the movie Get Out? No. Dr- Beth. <laughs> okay. I'm, that's the first movie I'm going to make you watch. Okay. That's I've never made you watch a movie okay. before. Okay. Well, I can't ask my question. Okay. So.
1: It's just trippy. This book is trippy.
0: I love Trink-William Tranquil-
1: House, so. though. I know. And I can see why people are... Like, it starts off and you're like, oh, they're all there for different reasons. Oh, this is a nice you know, book, and then it's like, uh-uh, no, no, no. they're not there for good reasons. Oh, These man. people are nuts. Like, she's got security all over everything and can see everything that they're doing um, and no. hear all their conversations. That's they have to go through five days of not talking and not making eye contact with each other. Oh, yeah, it's crazy.
0: I c- that part sounds all right.
1: Well, yeah, they're not talking, of course. So yeah, it sounds really But cool. you also can't read books during that time, which is Oh, no, kind of happy, okay, so. that's,
0: yeah. Now, going to a wellness retreat sounds okay, though. Kit yeah. Harrington just checked in one of those. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because apparently the end of Game of Thrones was super emotional, and he went to deal with those those things. I think it's awesome.
1: Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't he go for other reasons though?
0: I don't. Not that I read. Oh no, it, it doesn't seem like it was other like okay. everything like rehab reasons. Yeah. I did, I, that's what I was worried about. It didn't seem like it. Okay. okay. That's good. Yeah. So that sounds. I can't go any further.
1: It's just kind of. It's really trippy. I could see how people quit. So your wife and I talked about this actually, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I quit on this book." Um, and I texted you to tell her, like, give it another go because yeah. it's definitely a, um, a roller coaster of you're like, oh, is this sweet? Oh, no, they do have good intentions. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. So,
0: since I liked Big Little Lies, yeah, you'll I love that. this. I would like that. Okay, yeah, great. That'll go yeah. into this. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, you had me at Tranquillium House. I don't know why yeah. something about that sounds like a, a, a 90s indie coffee shop where they have just really, really good acoustic bands, but uh-huh. I like it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not here awesome yeah so that's what i just read was that it it's a long book
0: it's a long book yeah, yeah oh, is that was that the one that was sitting on your desk when i walked by earlier this mm-hmm. week oh okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was that's a big book
1: yeah so i got so. a couple more but um then i'm going to tell you about my top
0: your top five my top
1: five for 2018 okay but do you want to tell me about your book first or you want me to go
0: no i think we should have you go um but can we talk about the fun thing we did with this sure yeah, so I have an envelope.
1: Okay, we're here. Where to go?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, to where last week I said I thought I might be able to guess at least one or two uh-huh. of your top ten, and so I wrote them down and put them in an envelope. Okay. And I believe you wrote yours down and I put did. them in an envelope I after did. you saw what I had done. I did. Do,
1: you, do I need to show you my envelope?
0: No. I want. I want to be. I want to be surprised. But this is me opening the envelope. Okay. Um, so I don't have a pen. I cannot edit it. You can't see it until until we're all done. But since that was three days ago, naturally, I don't remember what I Well, that's funny
1: because I actually wrote them out here and I told you that, so it says Beth's pick. Mm -hmm. Um, And I put six on here, but I couldn't remember what the sixth one was. (laughs) Because you said top three, but you wrote down
0: five. five. Yeah, and, and and I said I was gonna write down your top three, and I think I wrote down at least maybe four okay. in here. Okay.
1: So. So are you gonna? Are you? How does this go? Do you read them to me?
0: Um. No, I think I think we have you start. Okay. I can't open an envelope. I'm completely. I know this. You would
1: be fired from the Oscars. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. I got. I got my. <laughs> how many do I have? I got four. Okay. I got four in front of me.
1: So I don't know if I could have ranked them. I just grouped them into top five. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, yeah. I ranked them because I have... Because you
1: cheated on cause, Goodreads?
0: Because I have list problems. No, I ranked them when I did mine. Right. I didn't rank yours. Okay. I didn't cheat on Goodreads. I told you because like you put a couple books at five stars that I never heard you talk about. Okay. So I didn't choose those. Okay. Because you didn't talk to me about them.
1: So, okay. All right. You'll get a couple of these because I was pretty adamant about those. But I know the one that you wrote down. I'm thinking that mm. I didn't include. So The I one
0: remember, I wrote down.
1: Yeah. I'm... In my head, I'm thinking. I should, have re- I should have made a list of the ones I think you would have guessed.
0: Oh, dang.
1: Ah, oh, missed opportunity.
0: Yeah. Next, time. The next time. Next, next time. Next year.
1: Next year. Okay. So, uh, the activity was top three. Here are my top five. Uh, I'm going to say in no particular order because that's usually how I operate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, no particular order. And, of course, I definitely represent with my World War II. Not a shocker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the first one on the list is Lilac Girls.
0: Don't have it. We never talked about it. We never talked about Lilac Girls. Nope. Okay,
1: Lilac Girls by Martha Kelly. So um, World War II mm-hmm. timeframe, uh, three parallel stories. And I feel like a lot of the World War II books that I read actually have parallel stories. I think that's a very common thread. Anywho, three three girls um, slash women, some of them are a little bit older, Um uh, taking place in World War Two, the first one is a uh, a New York City socialite, so she's a a, a young gal um, who starts working at the French French Consulate um, during during the war to to help out and try to get people like out of France um, into to immigrate into America. Um, the second girl is a Polish courier, so she helps like in the underground like taking messages back and forth to help people again and then the third one is a German doctor so their stories get intertwined and they're all helping um, they're all helping just people in general trying to survive you know the the start mm. of World War II um, not doing it great justice right now only for, for time purposes but it's a really it's a really well done story I really enjoyed it um, so that's one again Lilac Girls by Martha Kelly number two on my list which I'm sure you have is A Pledge of Silence
0: yep Yes, I do have that.
1: Pledge of Silence uh, by Flora Solomon, Um, and this is one that I made you read as well. I did this. Um, So, and I think we actually hinted at this at the beginning of our when we started doing our podcast. So, this was about the um, a group of nurses Mm -hmm. who uh, joined the um, Army Nurse Corps in 1941. Um, They start they start going um, to be part, part of the Red Cross. And then ultimately they joined kind of the Army Nurse Corps during the start of the war. So in 1941, they get shipped off to Manila, Philippines, um, to kind of help the war efforts. Um, and then they get um, sent to internment camps. And they're there for three years, which is – so it's it's a crazy story. It's a part of the war that you don't – I mean, you hear about – you hear about World War II in Germany. You hear about it in France. You hear about it kind of um, back at Pearl Harbor. But you don't really hear a lot of these stories told um, in Manila, uh, Philippines. And there's a couple other um, smaller um, Asian countries where they I think they hint about in the book. Um, so I thought that was a... I don't know. You liked it.
0: I liked it a lot. Actually, um, that book taught me something that I'd never heard about before. What? Was just so i don't i don't know any women that were in the war
1: Uh
0: i had family that was like Mm -hmm. my my grandfather and stuff like that um so you don't hear the stories as much Mm -hmm. and a big part of the the latter half of that book was about how um she was just supposed to go back to doing yes women's stuff
1: like it didn't happen
0: like it didn't happen and Uh she wasn't allowed to suffer and she wasn't allowed to have grief and she's just like you need to go back to being a housewife now you need to, you know, you need to go home and you're not allowed to like, and it was World War II ended mm-hmm. and that book did not. And it went on for, for quite a bit longer. And it was really heartbreaking for me because I'd never, right. no one had, I'd never heard about that. Well, so the, obviously,
1: obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so the title of the book, A Pledge of Silence. Mm-hmm. So to cap off what you were just mentioning, they actually wrote up a document that they made them sign mm-hmm. that said this is kind of the last that you will ever talk about this ever again. So it was, um, she had to break her at some point. She had to break her silence. Yeah. Um, because that was, I mean, it ruined her. Yeah, of course it did. Yeah. And yeah. all the other women that had to pretend like this never happened. Yeah. I mean, and they saw death and a lot horrific of things and they, I mean, yeah, terrible. So, um, I think it was a really well done book.
0: It was awesome. I actually awesome air quotes. I yeah. mean, it was, it was, uh, I was fascinated by it. I, mm-hmm. It took me... I read, like, the first 20, 30 pages and was just like, oh, I don't know. It's like it's going to be the first one that Beth gives me that I, I kind of reject. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, the next day I came back to it and read, like, most of it yep. in one shot. It's just like, just... It, it was a train wreck. Like, you can't stop watching it. No. Yeah.
1: No. My aunt gave me that one um, last well, summer, actually, I think, so...
0: Well done, yes. aunt.
1: Yes. My aunt is a very... She reads some good stuff, so... Thank you, Annie M. Um, okay, here's Wait, another one.
0: Seriously? What? Annie M? Aunt Anne. Oh, Aunt Anne. I think I said Annie M. That's was my Michigan going. accent coming through. Oh, all right. Sorry. All right.
1: Okay, uh, number three on the list. Again, in no particular order, which there's no way that you have one, this one written down. Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet. You did? No, not at oh, all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just,
0: you, you can't start, but there's no way you have this. But it's one I almost picked okay because you, om- you you told me about that one time I did? you did okay because I remember the name because I feel like it sounds like a 70s rock album um, uh-huh. but yeah no I almost wrote that down but okay but I did not
1: so my sister-in-law told me about this author so there's another book but I'll, we'll save it for another time so Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet is written by Jamie Ford okay um, it takes place in um, in Seattle um, in like this that's a lie I have no idea when it takes place Um, okay. So have have you ever been, you've been to Seattle? Oh
0: yeah. Okay. One of my favorite cities in the world.
1: So I just envision like it's rainy, it's damp, it's kind of grungy. Um, and the story starts taking place in very like segregated neighborhoods, um, during this time. So there is a, a young boy and I think he's, oh gosh, he's maybe in elementary school. He's a, he's a, a Chinese boy and his name is Henry Lee. So he lives in like the China section. Um, And then his good friend, and he's like a weirdo. Like nobody wants to hang out with him because he just is. His parents don't let him go to the Chinese school. They make him go to um, the the English speaking school. So he's like, he's an outcast for sure. Um, And so he makes a friend named Kiko. And Kiko is his same age and she, but she doesn't go to the same school. She's Japanese. Um and the whole story is about how during this time they um so I guess this was probably right before the war or right after right after so during that time they send all of the people from Japantown um into an internment camp in like outside of Seattle. An internment camp is probably not the right word. Work camp. I don't even know what they would really call it, but I wrote down internment camp. Some
0: sort of segregation.
1: Yeah, so they all go and live like they they take these people and they basically say you're going to go because they were afraid that they were spies or you know during the war. Um, And they remove them from their homes and they basically aren't allowed to take any. They can take nothing with them. I mean, like a suitcase with clothes and stuff, but no personal belongings. Um, And so they go into this internment camp, which is what I'm going to call it. And uh, they became, uh, Henry and Kiko become really good friends. And she's entrusting him to protect some of their like family's prized possessions. Um, And so he has to go and hide them. And they end up hiding these things in this old hotel in downtown Seattle, where a lot of um, Japanese families hid their items um, during that time, so that they could come back and get them after they were released from whatever. Yeah, that's Pretty awesome. Crazy. I know it's yeah. it's an amazing.
0: Is that a true story?
1: You know, I don't, I don't. Know. Oh, okay. I maybe. Yeah, it sounds um, plausible. So maybe we, um, I don't know, I can I can look into it. But it's just it's a well written story. It's it's fast paced and really, um, really, really good. So. Um, That's number three on my list. Okay. Why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll go to uh, the four and five. Awesome.
0: And we are back.
1: So uh, number four on my list uh, was, and I'm pretty sure I told you about this one. I don't even know how I stumbled upon this. It's called Boys in the Boat. Did you write down? Uh,
0: No. In fact, the book that I wrote down I thought was that. Okay. But I think I have the, the titles mixed up. Because the one I have written down, I think, is this book. Okay. Because this is about the the rowers, right? Yes. Okay. So I meant to write that down. I don't have it. I'll tell you what I have later. Okay. Unless you have this one, too.
1: Okay. So Boys in the Boat by Daniel Brown. Okay. Okay. So this is a story of the American rowing team mm-hmm. um, in the 1930s uh, from the University of Washington um, that basically shocked the world at the Hitler Olympics. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, Technically,
0: yes, I wrote this one down with the wrong name. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have to tell you a lot about the premise of the story. That's just it. It's a collection of these young men who come, a, a good chunk of them come from nothing uh, because the University of Washington program wasn't as strong as like University of California, for example. Um, and it's the story of them all learning how to row and kind of the, um, the unity and kind of the one motion, working as a team, thinking like a team. Um, and they ended up winning nationals and then becoming you know the um uh, the representatives of team usa in the olympics which was obviously that was the olympics that caused all sorts of controversy yep so um and they ended up winning gold at the 1936 olympics it's a really cool story yeah
0: i bought this based off did you uh, yeah okay i haven't read it okay i did buy it
1: um it's a long i don't think it's that long but it i mean it's it's kind of packed full of a lot of historical stuff. So it's not a quick read, I'm going to call it that. But it's a, for me, it was a really
0: interesting read. And that might be why I haven't started it yet. Okay. It's because I remember you telling me that this was a pretty long book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think any time that you've got a lot of um true historical facts ch- chunked into a story, you've got to give it your diligence and make sure that you're giving it the respect that it deserves. So, um yeah really enjoyed that book so again boys in the boat by daniel brown and then my last book which is no surprise and i'm sure you have this down because you know i love Kristen hannah mm-hmm. do you have a Kristen hannah book down
0: i don't know <laughs> i don't remember the authors <laughs> okay.
1: the great alone really
0: just threw this list away okay we're gonna look at that in just a second okay
1: so i, I love Kristen hannah if you i mean You've, everybody loves i don't Kristen think you talked
0: to me about this one either Okay. I wonder. I wonder if you you air on the fact of not talking about me about books that you think that I won't like. That you wouldn't like. Yeah, uh, that would make sense.
1: I think she definitely falls into like the chick. Book oh, I know category. she's your like one of
0: your. She's your jam.
1: She's my. She's a, it's just a guilty pleasure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she hey. writes a lot of like kind of sad type of stuff. So like Jodie Picoult. Have you heard of that author? I've
0: yeah, I've heard the she name. She writes a
1: lot of um, controversial type of stories. Oh, cool. Um, which are some of them pretty true It's the same
0: way. Like, like I, Ari Salvatore is one of my favorite authors in the world, but he only writes, like...
1: Dragon
0: fan- books? Yes, 100%. <laughs> but I would never okay. maybe even show you that I was reading one.
1: <laughs> this is... Um, Kristen Hannah. for me, is like a middle-aged woman watching Grey's Anatomy.
0: I know who this person
1: is. Okay, that's my analogy. So this this story, and again, there's she does not write a bad book. So any of them, fill in the blank, is, is, is perfect. This one takes place in Alaska in the 1970s. There's um, a Vietnam uh, prisoner of war um, who returns home, um, and he decides to basically take his wife and daughter and um, move up to Alaska to completely off the grid. No electricity, they forage for their own food they fish for their own i mean like it's kind of freaky and um his daughter's like coming of age story at the same time Hmm. living in the middle of nowhere with no friends and no anything and he's um a terrible person oh so uh there's there's kind of that so um what else about that yeah i mean i think i think it's a coming it's a coming of age story so not your not your thing no but it's it's just it's just it's Anatomy for me. you had
0: to get me a coming age story you had to get me to read it by like having the sun stop right right yeah that was yeah
1: no so those are my those are my five give me your list
0: okay it was only four okay um and remember i told you the other day that i'm either gonna get one wrong or none of them right so can i tell you the one that one one right or none of them can i tell you the
1: one that i know you wrote down Mm -hmm. that i didn't include which was woman of
0: god Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's, that's actually top of the uh-huh. list. That's the first one I wrote uh-huh. down. I wrote down... James Patterson one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Pledge of Silence, which I got right. Uh-huh. I was very confident in yes. that pick. Um, Behind Closed Doors, which I didn't get. Yes. Um, and then We Were the Lucky Ones. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote that down. That was what I meant to write down as uh, Boys in the Boat.
1: Okay. Yeah. So We Were the Lucky Ones was number six on my list. Oh, wow. But I yeah. figured I already kind of rocked out this many, many. But that's really not many... fair because I
0: really... World. I can't say I got some, two things right because I didn't.
1: I'll give you I'll give you partial credit for. Okay. Uh, we were the lucky ones Sweet. because it was fantastic. But I already kind of rocked out like multiple World War II stories. <laughs> this year I've done better. I've spread my wings. You ways. Really have? Have you
0: read like more than one or? Two? I mean, you read The Tattoos of Auschwitz. Yeah. Um, uh, that was such a good book. Which was uh, on sale the other day, and I bought it. You did? Like five dollars. Hard copy? No, oh, on my Kindle. It, it was yeah because I had it had it being watched so. That's now on my list. And he, have you read much more than that in the World War II? Mm,
1: I'll have to look. I'll have to go to my No, Look at you. I know. I'm proud of you. You're growing yeah.
0: up. Yeah. Don't, don't make me
1: read a dragon book.
0: I won't do that. I'm Spaceships. not going to. Spaceships. No. No. That's no. Yeah. I, I, I know better.
1: Yeah. But those are all good picks.
0: Yeah. Those, I, no. I
1: read some pretty solid stuff last year. Yeah. I would say.
0: Yeah I, yeah I i enjoyed my book reading last year i'm actually having more fun this year though already yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah this this year i've I, i've i have read uh two of my favorite books probably ever yeah so far this year
1: yeah free fall yeah and... and
0: um a bad deal for the whole galaxy yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah 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 i just both of those have just wow yeah have just blown me away mm-hmm. so cool so yeah
1: cool that's all i got
0: That's a lot Yes, that's a lot.
1: This was it was kind of hard. I went back through my list and I was like, which ones should I pick? Because, they, I think a good, good indicator is you know back in two thousand eighteen, I started at the bottom of my list and if I can still really remember the story and kind of the emotion of, what Mm -hmm. it pulled you know a year to a year and a half ago, that's probably a pretty good book.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I did that the same way when I went back to look, and two of the worst books I've ever read ever. And completing them both were on there. And I can still remember everything I read about them. And I... I Still hate them? Oh, so one of them uh, I finished. And my daughter said, can we go to the library today? And I said, absolutely. And I picked that book off the counter and donated it to the library within five to... Within... it's That's not fair. 25 minutes of okay. me finishing that book. Okay. And I hope to never... And it has three more books in the series. And I hope to never read them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the other one was an audiobook that uh, is the first time I've ever uh, Audible lets you return no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure returned did. that, finished that whole thing, and then returned that. And I don't people work really hard on books. Yeah. And both these books actually are exceptionally popular. Uh-huh. Like really popular, um, and I thought they were both
1: garbage. <laughs> well, that's the the World War Z that you made me read. mm mm-hmm. I hated it.
0: Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it makes me angry. So let's
0: talk about that for that. a second. Because <laughs> the, the two books that I finished, uh-huh. they're called The Vagrant and Otherworld. I don't mind saying it. Okay. I oh man, and the guy who wrote Otherworld is uh, a massive star. So, okay. um, celebrity. I just, I just, the the tone of that, oh.
1: It didn't speak to you.
0: Um, he, okay, this will explain my distaste for the book, because you know me well enough. They're in high school. Mm-hmm. And the main character, it gets on two girls for talking badly about another girl, and then talks about how he hacks their boyfriends' phones because he did and got their nudes because apparently that's the thing high school kids do, which sounds awful. And then told them that he was going to put them out on the internet. So he doesn't want them speaking badly about another girl. He's talking about women's equality, but he's going to blackmail and, and, and put their their nudes. That was enough in the book, and it's like, oh god, we're only. Like an hour... Because that was an audiobook. Or only feel like I only like I should read this book. You shouldn't. Okay. Oh, I can't... I actually can't imagine... You would hate it more than you hated World War Z. Really? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll explain the whole premise later. I'm not going to go into okay. that. Because it is... It's such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main character is like, I'm a badass all the time. So and you, I'm 16. And you just I'm gonna hated beat it because beat him? Because oh, the, of the, the character. The main character. Okay. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's just... Yeah. It's
1: just... Okay, let me ask you a question. Because... Mm-hmm. As I compare watching, because like everything, we compare to Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. right? So, when I watch or look at a picture of Cersei, mm-hmm. like, hate yeah. comes in.
0: Aww. Or like, when,
1: when Joffrey was on, like, people hated him to the mm-hmm. point where he's no longer an he actor. Acting. That's crazy. Yeah. But that just shows how good of an actor or an actress they are. Mm-hmm. Same deal? like, no, his, so, was it such a strong, did the author do such a good job writing a crappy person that you hated it that much?
0: No, 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 no! Okay. I didn't. I didn't like how it was. And the thing is, is it, he's an actor as well. Okay. Um, he's he's actually a big name actor okay. who wrote the book. Um, and I think he's an incredible actor. Hmm. Um, I, I, he's he's a, mostly comedic. He's hysterical. Uh, it just just the tone of his character was so like edge lord aggressive teenager. Mm-hmm. It just it just it just doesn't do it for me. Okay. It just it just did not do it for me. Like this 17-year-old kid beating up like four like you know, adults, you know, like it just like it just didn't make any sense. And, also, and the idea was it's it's a very ready player one type book mm-hmm. to where they actually go into virtual reality okay. and like do all that stuff and the premise of it is as cool as it can be. Like I love the premise mm-hmm. of it. But everything that main character did just yeah. was like man. <laughs> just it's like he it, it felt like he'd just been the the guy who read it had just been bullied all his life and this is that the way he wanted to okay. yeah it was it was unfortunate Interesting. it was unfortunate we'll talk offline the the vagrant <laughs> was just it should it should have been everything i love about a book and it just was it not okay. no just it just wasn't um but again i respect that both those books were really hard work sure they have done very well for themselves i am glad that people in, enjoy them i err on the side of them. i just don't generally talk about them with people okay. um and, and not recommend them. i did leave goodreads reviews for both of them though so <laughs> um but yeah where were, we, where were okay. we talking about
1: so what did you read this week
0: what did i read this i skipped ahead and i read it was you by jade lee wright okay so i um i was starting to read waking gods mm-hmm. And there was an issue with my Kindle, hmm. and I was at work on my lunch break, and it just wouldn't open. I was just doing this weird thing; we're just like a blank page, and it was you it was also downloaded, hmm. um, and so I was like, I need to read something, so uh, I, I read it. Um, so uh, Jade uh, does the Books and Booze podcast out of Australia, yes, and randomly we picked her book, um, and I, I liked it a lot, so I'll, just, I'll say that up front. Um this is not my type of book. Mm-hmm. Um this is not a book that I would go into the library and pick up and be like, Yes, I'm gonna read this. But it's dark and it's messed up and there's murder and there it's it's got a lot of themes. So quick premise, uh Reagan, uh her best friend uh Peyton. Uh Peyton has a has a girl named Harley. Uh uh Reagan has been cheated on by her boyfriend um by at least I think it was like eight people that she found out Mm. uh, about. And so she's going through a really tough life and she's um, getting consolation from Peyton and Peyton is pregnant. And Peyton confides in her that she's really worried uh, that Harley, the young daughter, um, is upset about the pregnancy, upset that that, uh, Nova, I think is the new baby's name, is going to be born um, and uh, doesn't want her in the world. So at one point she kind of mentions that hey you know she was feeling the baby kick Mm -hmm. and she pushed on my stomach just like as hard as she could Mm -hmm. and um so she was like really worried that harley was going to hurt the baby once the baby was born so a couple days later after this um uh peyton the mom gets murdered Mm -hmm. and actually murdered is the wrong word she gets super murdered like it was like stabbed forty eight times, stabbed forty eight times, all her fingers cut off. Um, so
1: I'm assuming that the baby died too. Yes, uh-huh. yes, the
0: baby died too. Okay, the baby was was another another casualty of this. Okay. And Harley goes to live with Reagan. Huh. And it is a story of, hey, did Harley do this? Ooh. Um, did, did did Harley kill her mom? Uh, and Harley does some stuff like the the ex boyfriend. How old was she? Thirteen, I think that's right. Okay. Uh, thir- between thirteen and fifteen. Okay. Th- but thirteen feels right, because uh, I know she was in high school. Um, like the ex boyfriend shows up one day, and Reagan comes home, and the ex boyfriend is sleeping with the thirteen year old, because the thirteen year old said she was nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, she's getting drunk with Reagan. Um, this is a story about abuse, mm-hmm. big time abuse. Um, about really big about alcoholism because reagan 's mom is a massive alcoholic, has lots of problems, uh, Dad is kind of given up on helping her you know there 's whole things like Dad you know, mom needs rehab while the dad 's yelling at the mom because you, know, you wet the bed again mm-hmm. and you don 't need another drink and she, but he 's not like trying to help her anymore mm-hmm. um, the The thing that I really liked about this is it seemed like a really true story to the point to where i wanted to text um over to jade and just mm-hmm. direct message like oh by the way who hurt you mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz like wow does she
1: need a hug like
0: does she need a hug mm-hmm. um it came from it came from a pretty deep place okay. um, and uh, i i liked it a lot there were uh again i've mentioned it before the only thing is if like, you if you're, you're going to go read this book and i recommend people read this book i i liked it if you like mur- or like murder thrillers yep. mm-hmm. and mysteries stuff like that think you go read this um I mentioned this on the podcast before. I am not big on sex in books, Mm -hmm. Um, and as descriptive as she is about murder, she's as descriptive about sex. So that's proceed with caution. caution. Um, You know, that's that's generally not my thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still not. Turns out, Um, but I I, I would I would recommend this book. It was, and what's really neat is I once again thought I had it nailed right i thought i had the twist absolutely nailed down and uh, i was really close um really really close on it at one point and then it turned out nope i i, I wasn't close any, at, at like anywhere near close whatsoever um and we need about two minutes and we'll take a break and we'll be right back Then we're back and we're back so that's uh it was you by J. lead right uh go read it okay um, I a will. really cool book. I. Uh, it does. It it has the markings of uh, a, a pretty like blockbuster thriller, like okay. uh, uh, sharp objects, mm-hmm. you know, and books like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what that, that that the tone and the feeling of those books kind of reminded me awesome.
1: of. Cool, cool, very um,
0: good. And then I, uh, so that book I, it was depressing. Um, it it was dark had a lot of murder had all the abuse themes it was it was pretty tough and so I started kind of scrolling through my books and I was having a hard time landing on something because honestly and truly it was like palate cleanser time you
1: needed some sunshine. uh
0: yeah you need some
1: Kristen Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) no
0: um and so I still had Waking Gods but it just it wasn't I mean because it's not always written in like the the most like uplifting tone as well um and so I was just really having a hard time finding something. I remembered, so I went to, I went and hung out with my friends on Friday night, mm-hmm. and I was talking to my buddy Miller, and he met Adam Savage over the weekend, um, if you know who that is, from mm-hmm. Mythbusters, mm-hmm. Um, and it's, 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 it's Miller's hero, and they took a bunch of pictures, I got to see him, it was really cool. And he was um, telling me about uh, a book that he was reading by Adam Savage called Every Tool's a Hammer. And he was just just kinda lightly describing it as we were hanging out. I was like, man, that that sounds kinda great. It kinda kinda sounds something that I would be into. Uh so I went and read just the description of the book mm-hmm. and that is what I'm reading okay. now. And I've are, since and that I started that yesterday and I'm forty percent through the book already. Okay. Uh it's really, really good. Cool. Um In fact it might have been one of those things that like I didn't know I needed and I actually needed it. like, Because mm-hmm. it, um, it's a lot about uh, passion for your hobbies and how do you, uh, and why it's important to find time for passion to your hobbies, but it's also like when you actually put your hand to a job or to a task or something like that. You get it done? Why you do it right
1: mm-hmm. and how
0: you do it right. Mm-hmm. And how do you uh, address your work appropriately? Mm. Um, and how do you get set up to have it have, you know, so you know what. A is and you know what Z is. Actually, he says everything from A to well after zebra. You know is what he says in the book, um, and how you can create all the subtasks for that and why it's important. Is this and then, a business book? It kind of is. It's not <laughs> okay. really much, as much as a business book. It's almost like a leadership book, right. almost like right, a, right. a like a life book. And yeah. it's and but it's all focused more like on on your passions, hmm. right? So as you know, I I'm the I'm leader at work and I do all of that. Um, and it's got some really good annotations there, but it 's also got some really good annotations too like make sure you're doing something in your life you know that is making you happy and you spend your time for that and like he talks about like what's what's your what's your secret passion mm-hmm. like what uh you know what do you want to put your hand to and do that you never get the chance or the time to do it? Have you learned to do that yet? Are you taking the time to do it right? Are you taking on three hundred? Hobbies and tasks, and therefore, never completing any of them, All right and he talks a lot about like his big inspiration into the world was cosplay right do you know do you know what that is okay, so no. do you ever see like the comic conventions um like um, like phoenix comic con san Diego mm-hmm. comic con and they people go dressed up yes, like' yes, their yes. favorite characters, so so that 's cosplay got it right so that's what that's what that is, and uh, he has talked about the costumes that he 's made over the years, like he would um get really big into Stanley Kubrick films mm-hmm. and they would have like spacesuits, right and he would completely recreate that exactly what they did from just watching the movie like down to researching the parts calling people that worked at the studios and doing all that that was like one of his first big passions in life and he's built some incredible stuff but this is also a guy that worked on like Star Wars movies mm-hmm. and everything he's he's an exceptionally talented individual um, but like you know but talking about how long these projects take and like this could take me five or six years and I'm technically never not working on it but I understand how to compartmentalize and prioritize what to do then and 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 and, and where and I thought that was really cool um especially because he talked about the cosplaying stuff and he generally goes to San Diego Comic-Con and walks the floor in uh a mask every year so you don't know who he is so he can walk around and like he gives prizes for people who can guess it And it's so neat. and It was neat to talk about it with Miller because they just had, um, I think it's called Phoenix Fan Fest. It was last weekend. Okay. And uh, Miller's wife won the cosplay contest. Oh, yeah. It was telling him about her dress. She glued like, gosh, I can't remember the exact number. It was like 50,000 rhinestones to a thing. Have you ever seen the movie Sing?
1: Yes. cartoon. Yes. Uh,
0: The big dance number at the end when she changes into the black dress Uh and all that. Yes. Yeah, she did that. And apparently, she did like a lot of it, and apparently, it was incredible. I've, I've seen pictures, um, That's awesome. and yeah, and she won. Yeah, and, and, she can help
1: me for um, our family Halloween costume, it, which is going to be epic. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And he was, he was obviously very proud of her as well. Yeah. And he's he's like a and they call them makers, and he he does this kind of stuff as well. He's a, he's a very talented individual. But yeah. the book had me kind of at the beginning. I wrote down a couple notes because um, you know they talk about like secret passions, and it, there is a lot in the beginning of the book about getting bullied for being the different kid mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. i like all this stuff and no one else did and i would you know i would he would make um his own costume for halloween every year like he he made a suit of armor um when he was in junior high like he and his dad made like this a giant suit of armor from uh nights around table mm-hmm. and um he spent so many hours getting it meticulous and to fit right he eventually passed out in class because he it was too hot and it fit too well like the first year <laughs> so the next year he made like um something from mad max 2 and spent all this time making it look authentic and talked about like taking this piece of mental and scraping it against the basement wall just to make it look awesome and perfect and i bet it did like mm-hmm. knowing this guy and then um how he felt like amazing in it and how it was empowering in it and people were still making fun of him mm-hmm. but like he still felt so empowered by like what he, he had done that he, he yeah. didn't care as much anymore and i was like that stuff is really cool and i understand because i was you know, I'm all of five foot two mm-hmm. and immediately the easiest kid to pick on mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I didn't get picked on a lot because of, of just other stuff, but I mean, I, so I, I get it. And I also am, was the nerdy kid who loved sci fi and like all this other stuff, and wasn't until high school that I found a lot of people that shared my passions. But there was a couple um, here is like, I've been thinking about things that I want to do with the house that are on the nerdier side. So, mm-hmm. Um, smart home automation mm-hmm. I am really into I'm in the middle of building an arcade cabinet I think I've told you about mm-hmm. that I'm in the middle of building something called a mister console which I will show this to your husband eventually and I will end up building your husband one your kids will love it too um, and like that kind of stuff is my passion like cool electronic stuff retro video game stuff and it says uh, here's the highlight I got it says how do I get started when I have no idea what to make right? Like, I want to do something, but I don't know what. And his quote is, I've come to believe that the answer to this question resides with one of the grander fundamental principles of physics, the first law of thermodynamics. An object at rest tends to stay at rest unless Mm -hmm. acted upon by an outside force, Mm -hmm. which is to say, to get started, you need to become the outside force that starts mental and physical ball rolling, Mm -hmm. which overcomes the inertia of inaction and indecision and begins to develop a real creative momentum. So, but it means like, how do you get started? Just do something. Mm
1: -hmm. Start.
0: Just start. Yep. And I I loved that. Um. And I had I wrote another note. I have another note down here. Um. He talks about cosplay again. He says, "See, the thing about cosplay, or most any deep interest that produces these secret thrills, is that while it is fun, it can also be complicated. Because, and here might be a source for some of the secret shame around our enthusiasm. The things we love tend to make us vulnerable." Hmm.
1: Um. Don't think about that.
0: Yeah. That's cool. So this What's the name of the book again? Uh Every Tool's a Hammer.
1: Okay.
0: Uh and I'm kind of enamored with it. Okay. Um right now. It's it's just I have been I have a lot of hobbies. Like you know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, I've talked to you about mm-hmm. everything from video games to Legos mm-hmm. to books to, you know, a million different things. Um and I These days, I don't have a lot of time to do any of them. Uh, Reading and podcasting are probably the two hobbies um, that I I have time for. And I actually started thinking about, like, well, am I making appropriate time for them? Yep. Am I doing it right? Am I doing the right thing? And I thought about it last night after reading some of the book as I had my feet up on my desk at home and I was watching, like, the sixth YouTube video in a row. Like, seriously, that's what I was doing. I was like, oh, oh, that's what this means. Well, people have asked me before.
1: They're like... How do you have time to read so many books? Mm-hmm. One, I don't think I read. I don't think it's like an astronomical amount. Fifty of books. books a year or so? No. No. Yeah, no. I think last year was I think, closer to sixty, and I probably am on track for that again this year, which is you know, which is fine. But I don't think that's a crazy amount. I don't. And they're like, "How do you have time to do that?" I'm like, "I don't really watch TV." Mm-hmm. And you prioritize like it's important to me. So when everybody goes to bed, I'm not watching TV. I'm I'm reading. Right. Or crack a dawn, or at lunchtime, I'm not going out and and buying lunch. I'm sitting at my desk and reading. So. Yeah, it's a it's prioritizing and making sure that you find joy. Yeah. I mean, my husband doesn't he's he's not a he's not a reader. Um so I don't think he really understands it, but you make time for the things that you really love. Like mm-hmm. this gives me my release.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I hope people
1: can find that in other things that they're doing.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what this is about, that's like cool. finding and and I I really thought about it last night after I was, like again, I, mm-hmm. I put my feet down and turned off YouTube and I've been wanting to build this Mr. Console mm-hmm. thing. And so I got on a website and researched and made all the list of parts and put you know the dollar amounts together and put the action plan together for doing it. And then I was like,
1: awesome. Oh, okay. I
0: just did something and I feel super accomplished yep. and it feels really good. And now I have a plan together for the next steps for doing this. And it's like, and that took 30 minutes, yep. right? Yep. And it felt good yep. and it felt like accomplishment. So um, maybe cool. get some new focus mm-hmm. out of me uh, going forward, especially with the house and, and all this other stuff. So, awesome. Yeah, great timing. So thank you to my friend for yes. recommending this book. I don't know if you knew how good of timing it was, but it was awesome. Very good. So uh, reading next, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm going to be honest. I think I'm going to stop saying yeah. um, the exact book I'm going to read next. Yeah. Uh, because I've thought about it a lot since we started this podcast saying, hey, this is what we're going to read next.
1: And we, we alter it so often.
0: Ooh, sometimes we just don't feel like it. Yeah. I think mean, like, based on the last book... I think it can alter about, hey, what I want to sure. read next or not. Sure. Like maybe I don't want another book about spaceships or World War II, you know, or or something like that. Like after I read, thinking of Pledge of Silence, I couldn't uh I couldn't have read another World War no. II book because it was so heavy. What was the one we read earlier this year? We both read it. Um, it was about the guy that uh, traveled with one of Hitler's generals. Um,
1: oh, um, Beneath, the Beneath the Scarlet Sky. Beneath the
0: Scarlet Guy. I mean, that was, that's. That'll be on my list for next year. Oh, it's one of the down. best books. Hands but down. I couldn't have done another because no, no. it was so heavy and depressing and yeah. tough. And so um, I'm going to give you – I'm going to read one of these books next. Okay. So uh, I'm either going gonna, gonna to do Waking Gods mm-hmm. uh, by Sylvain I'm gonna, or I'm going to do uh, Sons of the Soil by Lucas Dines. Mm-hmm. Um, or I have another Josh Mallerman book. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. He wrote Bird Box. Oh, Okay. Um, that uh, that I'm going to read after this. So I'm going to read one of those. Okay. Um, but those are those those are the ones that I'm I'm considering okay. reading next. So I okay. think that's that's how I'm going to do this from going on. Okay. What about you? What that's are you going to read
1: next? Uh, so I have a 14 hour plane ride journey tomorrow.
0: <laughs> what are what nine books are you going to read next?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm reading right now uh, November 9th by Colleen Hoover, and I've never read any of her books. But I um, I started yesterday. I'm already halfway through. So my guess is she might be. One of my new go-to's. It just reads easy. It's a good book. Um, so I'll be done with that one. And I'm going to read Night Tiger. That was on uh, Reese Witherspoon's... Um, she's got like a book club group, which is really popular. Um, and then... I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> we'll see. Awesome.
0: Hey, I got a tip for you. Mm-hmm. Download your books tonight.
1: I know. I actually just went to charge it before because okay. if I got on a plane mm-hmm. and halfway through my Kindle died, I would... I mean, there's nothing worse. I actually and I've done this. <laughs> I actually have
0: a note in my in my episode notebook to remind you to download your books today. I'm not gonna yeah. make that mistake again. But. No, I know. But hey, what, what are friends for? <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, I've. I mean, I know it's 14 hours. I've I've done that flight. Mm-hmm. To yeah, I've done that flight through. with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many layovers? <sighs> Tomorrow, just two. Tomorrow, just two, and the way back, three. Three on the way home. Yeah, I've done the three on the way home. It's the weird thing because it's northeastern Canada. Do you have the flight to where? You fly to Baltimore first. No. Because that's the weirdest one. Yeah. Because, like, you fly the wrong direction for right. a while right. and then fly all the way back. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Ugh. Ugh. Well, you should have several books to talk about by yes. the next time we talk. Yes. So, um. Just and the no- next time
1: we talk, we might be doing this virtually. That's,
0: yeah, that's what I'm right? saying. say. Okay. So, someone's going out of town. Yes. Someone's got a summer home to go to mm-hmm. for, like, a month.
1: Almost. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: So uh, we are working out how to do this uh, virtually. Yes. Um, uh, so any weird audio for the next month? It's best fault. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll take a break. We don't know. No. Options. Yeah. Yeah. But keep reading, people.
0: Yeah. Keep reading. Keep um, suggesting. Keep um, suggesting, please.
1: Yes, because that's how we get our. Mm-hmm. when we're in a rut. If you are at the top of our Twitter feed, mm-hmm. we... Are more likely to pick your book, so do that again,
0: please. Oh, and several people went to the booksandbooze.net, mm-hmm. um contact us page this oh. week and oh, cool. send a uh, book recommendations through there. So please do the, do that. Um, that's really easy. It goes right into my inbox and goes to the top of my inbox. To those three individuals that did in the last two days, I'm sorry, I haven't responded yet. But if you're listening to this, I I see you. Yes. <laughs> and I will get back to you this yeah. week. So um, thank you. But yeah, tweeted us uh, at Books and Booze. Um No. That's, yeah, tweeted them because they're, they're our friends they're, as well. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, tweeted us at Beth Ben and Books. Yep. Um, go to uh, booksandbooze.net mm-hmm. um, and just tell us what you're reading. Tell us what you'd like us to read. Yep. And uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. And remember
1: the book is always better. Always better.